podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Here are five mistakes that every FPL manager makes. Welcome to my new YouTube show. I'm Jamie Batici. Hope you guys are well. So we all make mistakes, don't we? That's part of the process. But those that make the fewest mistakes often have a really good FPL season. So let's look at my top five. Here are mistakes that I see all the time, often in my own game, but in others too. So first up, we chase value and sometimes that's just not important. So why do we chase value? We see that, especially at the start of the season, lots of players going up in price and we think, I need to buy that player right now. Absolutely, you don't have to do that. So We often buy players early in the game week and just because they're going up in value. Value is important, but we can find ways of accommodating great players in our team and still have budget left over. And often some of those best picks aren't the premium luxury players. Let's look last season. We had the likes of Rashford at 6.5. I think Martinelli started the season at a similar price. Uh, Odegaard too. There's always good value options out there and we're not always 0.1 short when we make our transfers. So chasing value shouldn't be a primary target of yours to build team value. Because yeah, it's nice to have team value of 104 million by December. But do you absolutely need it? No, points over pounds. And when we chase value, we often make early transfers in a game week on a Monday or a Tuesday because we see players are going to go up in price. Information, guys, is the most important thing in this game. And when do we get the most information? Well, if we soak it up throughout the game week. Therefore, making transfers late in the day, just before the deadline, is always, for me, my primary target. Sometimes my hand is forced, but nine times out of ten, I'm making those transfers on Friday nights and Saturday mornings. Press conferences, training ground images, social media clues from players. So, so important. So, information is king. Don't chase team value. And ideally, you put those transfers off to the Friday and the Saturday. Let's crack on now with our number two. So, this is a big one. This is a huge one. It's all about... FOMO, the fear of missing out. Guys, try not to have it. So number two is don't follow the crowd. You don't have to. Now, sure, the template is the template for a reason, right? Loads of people go towards obvious picks and the obvious pick is often someone that's on a really hot streak. They're keeping clean sheets, they're scoring goals, they're playing well. So sure, like the often sensible picks, the template is template for a reason, as I said. But you can still think for yourself, You can still think outside the box and you can still consider players that you haven't heard your favorite content creator speaking about all week, right? Think for yourself. So sure, soak up information and watch YouTube channels. Great. Um, And use that information and use your content creator's, favorite content creator's advice. But you don't have to go and swear by it. A lot of your moves will be template, but they don't all have to be. So tip number three for me is to avoid using your transfers on budget players, on enablers. Save your transfers for those players that can have the biggest impact, the highest ceiling, right? So I like to use my transfers on often players that are I'm going to bring into captain, right? Um, I always think, for example, you can take a hit for someone that you're going to captain. A player that I think could score a hat-trick on any given game week. A defender that I know has an upside because he has attacking return potential. So using transfers on 4.5 million defenders and 5 million midfielders feels like a precious use of your one only transfer each week before you take a hit, right? So your 4.5 mids... What's the ceiling there? Often, it's like, I might get a six-pointer. But most weeks, I'm going to tick along with twos and threes. You're not going to get huge upside there. But by swapping around your premiums or by going 
your 9 million mid to a 9.5 million mid or 8.5 million mid, you might have that. That guy's going to get a brace. That guy's going to get a 12 or 15 pointer. They have it in their locker. So save your precious transfers, if you can, on players with upside. And then, look, let's go to tip number four, because this kind of links, is try not to take too many hits. Now, there's been lots of research, and some managers are hit heavy. And I have seasons where I... I, I take a ton of hits and I look and I go, God, I took 20 hits over the course of the season. And I have other seasons where I go, I took four hits over the course of the season. Is there an absolute winning answer? No, you have to remain flexible. But I do see managers taking hits absolutely every every week without fail. And for me, that's too trigger happy. And I look at world number one last year, Ali Yahangarov, one of the world's best managers, not just because he won it last year, but because he came 215th the year before. And you can see his tips channel on his tips video on this channel and Ali says you know I stay patient I don't have fear of missing out and I don't take too many hits and when you look at his title winning season very very few hits so for me one thing I'm taking into next season is to try and take fewer hits because those four points wow you need them to pay off not instantly with hits they can pay off over time but again, I often think we just see too many hits flying around. And often that's because of point number two, fear of missing out. Number five for me is let's try and be flexible and not too regimented. So many times we see FPL managers, myself included, with their transfer planner and their spreadsheet to go ahead with, I don't know, in game week one, two, I'm going to do this. In game week three, I'm going to do this. In game week four, I'm going to do this. And because of that, and we've spent so much time planning that, we perhaps are a little bit blinkered. We're perhaps not flexible enough. We're perhaps too regimented and too fixated on bringing in that player in two weeks' time that we forget the player that's just done really well the weekend just gone that actually could prove to be a better option. Double game weeks is a great example with this kind of need to be flexible. Often we'll look ahead and go, we're going to get blank game weeks there or double game weeks there. Therefore, my transfers in three weeks' time will be X or will be Y. But let's not decide on that until the deadline. So guys, they are my five uh, tips and, and identifying, I think, the five mistakes we all make. I hope you enjoyed that video. If you did, then please do hit the like and subscribe button. But look, just know that on this channel, you're going to see a ton of pre-season content by me. Go check out my ultimate guide as well. I've done various pre-season videos already uh, so far this time around, and I look forward to seeing you very, very soon. Podcast Network.